Leela number 46, Divine Manifestations Baba protects Telkar This Leela is about Dashrath R. Telkar. In 1963, Dashrath had diligently concentrated on his academics and burnt the midnight oil to appear for his matriculation examination. After the examination, he was free to enjoy his vacation. Dasarath and his family lived in Mumbai and spent their vacation in their ancestral home in Kanjini. He was glad to meet all his friends and they spent all their time together. Early in the morning they would meet and go to the nearby forest and eat mangoes, jackfruits and cashews that grew abundantly in the forest. At other times they would go rock climbing or swim in the nearby lake. Life went on without a care in the world, with Dasrath helping his parents in any which way that he could. He would accompany his father to the fields and plough them when the need arose. Sometimes he would go to the village shops and bring a sack of onions or whatever grocery his mother required. On May 13, 1963, a frightening incident took place. Dasrath recalls, that morning, my father and I decided to take the paddy to Mura Janjira to get it threshed. Both of us filled the paddy into sacks, stacked them on a bullock cart and set out. Mura is about 8 miles from Kanjani, but the road is unpaved and a dirt road. We reached Mura threshing mill at 12 noon. I immediately went and got a number for our turn. According to the number, we would receive the threshed paddy around 6 p.m. And that is exactly what happened. Quickly, we stacked sacks of rice in the bullock cart and took the road to Kanjani. After traversing about two miles, we were engulfed in pitch darkness. I lit the lantern that I had brought along and started walking slightly ahead of the cart, hoping that the bullocks would see the dirt path ahead by then it was around 8 p.m. and I could hardly see anything around me. My father was urging and encouraging the bullocks to move faster. We must have walked another three miles when the kerosene lantern that I was using flickered and extinguished. I realized that I didn't have a bottle of kerosene to refill it. It was around 10 p.m. at that time and the night was filled with the chirping of crickets and other night creatures. Now we were in trouble as there was no village nearby and we were approaching the forest. The option of stopping for the night didn't arise. The tribal people who lived in the forest were known to waylay unsuspecting travellers and rob them. Moreover, we had five sacks filled with rice and I had the reins of the bullock cart in my hand. The bullocks moved ahead very slowly and cautiously. The darkness was now denser as we were in the heart of the forest. I was scared. My mind started playing tricks on me and doubts and scary thoughts made my hair stand on end. I started praying to Baba and asked him to come to our aid. The cart must have hardly travelled a mile when I heard some people approaching us. They were talking amongst themselves. I pulled hard to stop the bullocks from proceeding. My heart was in my mouth and my father must have dozed off. 
as he asked me why I had halted. I was unable to speak from fear. Three hurly-burly men with stout bamboo sticks came and stood before the cart. It was pointless trying to flee now, as there were three of them and they knew the forest well. One of them shouted a barrage of questions. Who are you and where are you going? What is in the cart? In a quivering voice, my father told them that we lived in Kanjani and had gone to Murat to get the paddy threshed. Then he asked us to get down from the cart and hand over all the money that we had. The only solution was to obey them. So we got down. I put my hand in my pocket to give them the money when Baba came to our aid. Four men with lanterns in the hand approached, loudly calling out my father's name. Now the thugs were outnumbered, so they fled, and I started pelting stones at them. Our rescuers inquired about the attack, and two of them agreed to accompany us while the other two men went on. They accompanied us up to the village, but my father requested them to come home. But they refused. My father thanked them for saving our lives and asked them who they were. One of them said, The four of us live together in the forest. We have neither a name nor a village to identify us. Saying this, they hurriedly left. My father and I were filled with awe at all this. We bowed our heads and thanked Baba silently. Finally, we reached home at 1 a.m., unloaded the sacks and retired for the night. The next morning, we narrated everything that happened the previous night to everyone. Unanimously, they said, You are devoted to Baba and found yourself in a precarious situation, so he came running to your aid and brought you home safely. We have no doubt in our mind that only Baba could have appeared as more than one person and saved us from those thugs. This Leela is taken from Sri Sai Sagar, Volume 11, July to August 2003.